0: Welcome back to another deplorable episode of the Burning Eden Podcast. I am bath your suave, smooth, spicy sickness.
1: And I'm Elle, your favorite big-titty heathen. <laughs> so, Bav, I want to be the first to say happy birthday.
0: My birthday was last week.
1: Oh, um, well, I'm the first person to say it this week, right? Dumb bitch. <laughs> Okay, so, but I do have a question for you. Did you get the stripper I sent you?
0: Wait, that was your doing?
1: It was a Jesus stripper that had a hammer prop that I specifically told uh, to ask the crowd, anyone want to nail me? Of course it was me. Who else? Like, the fuck?
0: (laughs) Well, but to answer your question, yes, your stripper did come.
1: Wait, did
0: you? On today's episode, we have the pleasure of speaking with Stephanie. Stephanie. A.K.A. the ex-vangelical Daniel from TikTok, Daniel, Daniel, <laughs> Zen, Zenial. Zen-
2: zen- zen- because the zen- Z and the put, X put, sounds the same. Yeah. yeah, I put the Zen in it. English. Right. Clearly,
1: I am calm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Welcome.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the shit show.
0: <laughs> How are you?
1: Okay.
2: the The audio is really are you hearing me? Cause it's yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Oh, we hear you. Okay. okay. No. Oh, are now you it's hear fine. Us? That's weird. Yeah.
0: Oh fuck, so what happened? <laughs> <laughs> We're having some technical difficulties.
2: I don't know. If I put the glass, nope, not doing it... that. Glass. <laughs> hey, if I can do it, you can do.
0: <laughs> can you see though? Yeah. Can you see? Yeah, okay? no, 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 these are oh, just good. blue light. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm,
2: okay. Yeah, they make me look smarter. I don't. I, mean... I do that too yeah. at
0: work.
1: So yeah, so I can like, look
0: busier. Look, I put them on. <laughs>
2: I <laughs> now she has a PhD. I now know things. I I
1: have a PhD in knowledge. A PhD. A A Oh, my God. Yeah. I have
2: credentials after Ooh. my name. Do you see that? She, her.
1: she. That's right. That's right. Like credentials <laughs> like George Santos. Yep. <laughs> that whole thing is a mess and I fucking love it. I like that.
2: I, I, that's right. That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> People uh, are legit going to think, wow. A former evangelical that has a PhD. <laughs> She's been busy since she left the church. <laughs> I have. <Two> like,
1: <laughs> I learned everything Whatever. in two weeks. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Oh yes, thank you again for being here. You're welcome. Um, yes, thank
2: you so. Much.
0: But before we move on, do no. you know what time it is, Mel?
1: What time is it, Beth? It's time for. The Bible verse of the day. I love that jingle so much. <laughs> Bible verse of the day. That's
2: right.
0: Per tradition, we would love the guests to read the Bible verse of the day. So what do you have for us?
2: Well, I will mm. tell you it is hidden in my heart. Oh no. So <laughs> that I might not sin against it. So oh, oh. damn. <sighs> it is second mm. Corinthians 12-9. For my grace is sufficient for your needs. My power is made perfect in your weakness and sin. Well,
0: that was toxic as fuck.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was beautiful, beautiful. I should have said it in a church voice. That's what I should have done, like in a mega church, in a mega like
1: right. Friends,
2: his grace is sufficient for your needs. Mm. His power. Is made perfect in your weakness. Who has weakness here today? <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. 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 Not me. It is Not the dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a weakness, right? Well, if
0: if the word of God makes you weak in the knees, we can offer you praise knee pads. Praise
1: knee pads. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's gonna make a killing. Up in heaven. Your
0: prayers are have been
2: answered.
1: <laughs> god damn it but yeah god loves you on your knees at all times so totally you know totally
2: there's nothing misogynistic or at all patriarchal at all about this no nope. Mm -mm.
0: and it also can be applied to multiple you know scenarios right it could be used to manipulate people Mm -hmm. uh to strip away your self-worth
1: yep Mm
0: -hmm. uh could be slave mentality i guess that's the way i see it
1: Mm -hmm. that's what it is keep you down
2: yep it's the it's the utter it's the utter dependence right and the thing is is i think that so that the church the interesting thing about the church is the um and when i say the church i can only speak specifically to the like the the white evangelical Mm. church right that i you know what i mean because Mm -hmm. i was having this conversation with and i know that i'm diverting a bit but i was having this conversation with my husband last night about how um i grew up inside of like the um the like the white evangelical movement and as i get to know people from the bipoc community i'm recognizing how different it was for people that grew up bipoc in the evangelical movement And how their cultures and traditions are not the same as what I grew up with. And some people, some people from the BIPOC community, they did have, and they do still have a lovely time Mm. in, in their church communities and everything, because it's deeply rooted in who they are and their existence as a family. Me, it was a cult. Um, And for many people, even in the BIPOC community, it was. But what I'm trying to say is like, I'm, and I'm probably just totally jumbling it up, but I speak I Speak from my existence and my existence only, right? Yeah, right, right, yeah, yep. So, yep. yeah, I hope that makes
0: no, sense. totally, yeah.
1: Um, but before we go, yeah. and that was the, the, verse of the day. okay. Just oh no, we're down too <laughs> early. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, okay, so we talked a little bit about it, but we would love, love, love to hear your story with. Yes, religious background and how you got to where you are today because you're you're not an atheist right like you don't put that label okay no um I shy I you know I've looked at different things I've
2: looked at agnostic agnostic Mm -hmm. atheist agnostic christian like all these different things and I'm like look like I'm just doing day by day at this point okay and if I if I, I know that so the inter- the beautiful thing about labels is it really helps people understand
1: yeah.
2: where you're at and who you are. Um, for me, with my upbringing, it makes me feel boxed in mm-hmm. and it doesn't give me freedom. So yeah. I mean there are aspects, I suppose um, that I can still see like oh I you know I can kind of agree with that. Mm-hmm. But there's also a lot that I think is crap, so.
1: So let's start yeah. with the crap.
2: <laughs> let's do it. Let's start do with it. The up. Yeah, I like this. Um, yes. Okay, so I was born on a Sunday. That's for real. Um, <laughs> yes,
1: yes, at 2 p.m. Yeah. I'm an <laughs> Aquarius. <the p>.
2: <laughs> I'm Stanford. a Pisces. I Stanford. don't totally know what that means, um, uh... but...
1: They tell oh, yes. me I'm moody and emotional and I cry, but I, then I get angry. So that's accurate. <laughs> so you're a human? Uh, yes yeah that's yeah. wild maybe yeah. she's a bitch um, I'm a bitch <laughs> yeah I identify so, as a bitch anyway sorry <laughs> <laughs> there it is
2: um yeah I was, actually I was born on a Sunday and um, <laughs> there you go the next Sunday I um that it so the way that my mom used to say is you were born on a Sunday and the next Sunday you were in church and that's oh, true oh um, no I know Gross. no time no time for resting no um Mm -mm. And I was, I mean, I was born and raised, uh, in the evangelical movement. I didn't, for me, um, there was no deviating from that. And, um, you know, I started Sunday school. I, um, we bounced around from different denominations, but I mean, we started out kind of assemblies of God, um, Southern Baptist, uh, Mm non-denominational, and then bounced to a different, One and then you know, did sort of a hop, but for the most part, I was pretty stationary in Mm -hmm. one non denominational church. And the scary thing about non DOMs is, um, and I love our little lingo that ex evangelicals have we're like, oh, AG SBC non DOM, (laughs)
1: like non DOM. No, I can't, I can't have that. Mel,
0: are you a non DOM?
1: I am. Mm-hmm. No, but I'm not. I'm non- non- more of a more of a switch, but you
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> so Ooh. I um yeah I so being raised in that and having real like no real governing system mm. inside of a non-denominational um it it just there's a lot of stuff that I did not see then that I see now. Okay. Um, purity culture. Uh. um heavy misogynistic patriarchal um, patriarchal yeah yeah. um growing up I didn't really see anything different um because I was surrounded by other Christian families other Mm -hmm. evangelical families I just knew things like when I went to school my mom would say no you can't hang out with them because they don't go to church and I just sort of was like okay, you know, I'm eight years old and I'm just having fun. And, right. Or, you know, you can't go in their house. They're not Christian. Oh. Um, now it's like, you can't go in the house because like, we think they're a pedophile. Um, but you know, now it's like, you can't go in there. Or back then it was, you can't go in their house because they don't, they don't go to church. They're not Christian. And mm. um, you know, you can't spend the night at their house because we don't know. Uh, like, uh, okay. I remember one time my friend had a TV in her room and we would watch my so called life. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, that was forbidden because it's MTV. And my parents found out about it. Um, I don't know how, but they came and they picked me up from her house and it was supposed to be a slumber party. They're like, oh no. You are sinning and you need to come oh. home. And I was grounded because of something that she was watching in her own room. Right. And wow. yeah. So that Mm. I I grew up very I I don't know if I grew up necessarily sheltered if I mean I can say now from a systemic racism type of thing yes sheltered to social justice issues Mm -hmm. um blinded to social justice issues but sheltered in the sense like I went to public school so I was Mm. still I, I would say that I lost a lot of the naivete with in regards to like sex talk and that sort of thing like that right. was sort of blown right. in okay pun intended um oh. in um <laughs> in uh in middle school right yeah. like that's mm. when you sort of learn ah uh, you, right. you just got it mel know. likes puns i by hate, the
1: way. I hate <laughs> so punished
2: anyway um you know i was always i was terrified i was terrified mm-hmm. to do anything that would um I was just told that if you did something, you'd go to hell, mm-hmm. and so like I did not go. I didn't part. I, I went to parties, but I was always the designated driver. Oh yeah. Um. I I mean, still to this day, I've never been drunk or high or anything like really? that. Um. Oh. That and I don't like losing control. Like that's Th- not. That's a, fair.
1: That's fair. Yeah. You're not you know,
0: missing out.
2: Yeah. Well, I just do all of my really dumb stuff sober. So. I mean, <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You know, I'm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, growing up, it was just this existence as a female, um, I noticed was not the same as a male. Mm. And I remember hearing my mom have conversations with people, and I'm jumping all over the place, but... I, I think this is important to highlight because I don't hear enough people talking about this. I remember hearing my mom have other conversations with other women in the church talking about how women, um, women can't lead because they're emotional. Women can't. And we all know that people have these conversations. <laughs> right. But, right. What, but what I started to do is I started to recognize, okay, well, if women are emotional and they, so they can't lead then I am going to follow the example of a male mm-hmm. and take on more like non-emotional, um, more direct thinking, um, direct approach because mm-hmm. I wanted to be seen as an equal. I right. didn't want to be seen as subservient. Okay. And right. that was something that was so important for me. And I also recognize how my mom would use emotion as manipulation. <laughs> and so yep. I... I decided that I wasn't. I mean, I, I, I to this day, like I'm, I'm not a crier at all. It makes me uncomfortable in a room of women crying. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Like, get this yes. shit together, man. No, um, right, yeah, right. <laughs> shit. <laughs> um. So, I, but I think that's important for all of us to talk about is the mixed messaging that we send girls. Like, be yourself, but you can't be your. If you want to lead, you can't be yourself.
1: Right. You know, uh,
2: be this way. Be pretty so we can look at you, but mm. don't talk because you're too emotional. Mm. Yep. Um, we want to put you on the cover of something, but please don't open your mouth to speak. <sighs> you're good to pray. Like you're a prayer warrior. You're able to go on, you know, and um, attack things in prayer. Like we, I mean, how many times do you hear that? Like we, women are warriors. Women are, women go to battle in prayer, but we can't lead. Right. Mm. So right. I just, um, that was the messaging. I mean, there were, there were situations growing up where, um, you know, I was in junior high like middle school. I was always seen as a, as a leader sided worship leading from, mm. um, eighth grade on. Um, oh, wow. and I remember so many times, you know, boys, um, putting their hands on me, um, going driving home and I've done a, I've done I know one TikTok about this but um so I'm fine sharing but mm-hmm. being in the car um having a couple you know like different boys bring me home um and two separate time two separate incidences um having a guy you know put his hand all the way up my skirt mm-hmm. and me feeling so upset with myself because How dare I wear a skirt that went to my knees? It's the guilt. Yep. You know, how dare I wear shorts today? And how normalized that was. And no one ever spoke about it. And I wasn't the only one. These boys were predatory and they Mm. were predatory because they were taught from their infancy that this is their nature, that they are animalistic and they are predatorial Mm. and they can't help themselves if they see something that tempts them. Right. Um. And so they Jesus. just go for it, and uh, so experiencing that, and then watching, just watching that happen. You know, with my friends, with myself, um, going to youth group and experiencing um, this phenomenon that you know where they um, make things. Hyper emotional, they exhaust you, and then all of a sudden, you're required to make these big life changes that give yourself two full days of sleep, and you are backtracking on all of that. You're like, "Hold on a second, actually, that girl is my friend, and I want to still date my boyfriend," mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you have to pretend yep. to go along with it, or else you're shamed, right? And you're scorned, yep. and you're marked that oh, that person is weak they couldn't follow through in their big decision for Jesus. And so you're being manipulated and coerced into these wild decisions all for the sake of what, what, you know? Right. And I, and really, um, going throughout high school, just seeing I wanted so badly to belong. Um, Mm -hmm. my, my parents, um, they spent a lot of time. They, if I spoke, I was I was the kid that um, I was I was the disruptor, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was the black sheep, the disruptor. I was the one that would ask the questions, and mm-hmm. when I would ask questions, uh, yep. yeah, you yep. don't do that, right? Nope. So <laughs> when I would ask questions, it would trigger anger, and um, it was the constant, like how how do we, how do we keep Stephanie quiet? Mm. How do we make her small all while telling her that she's going to change the world for Jesus, (sighs) but we want to keep her small. And I remember, I remember my mom telling me, you're going to make, you're going to make like just the best children's pastor or leader Mm. in women's, or what about a youth leader? Like all of that. And I was like, I remember having a conversation with her one time and I was like, mom, I don't want to lead women. I want to preach to the whole church, mm. you know. And yeah, and she was like, "Well, but I don't really think that that's like that's like God, you know." Um, she just her idols are Joyce Meyer. And, oh, and yeah, like that's her. Yeah, um, we're no contact. I don't talk to my parents. Same, um, isn't it? Uh, I don't know
0: who Joyce Meyer is, but
1: she's. You one don't want to know. Like,
0: yeah. Oh.
2: Yeah. Okay. She's
1: one of those mega pastors. Yeah. And, yeah so it's Terrible.
2: So anywho, it's just um, growing up with the constant messaging that women need to be small and quiet mm-hmm. and that's what's pleasing to the Lord and, you know, don't, ha- don't have sex before you're married. Mm-hmm. Don't even think about it. Shut that part of your life down because it's not... It has... You have no value if it exists before you're married. Mm. Whereas to boys, right. the messaging is you have all these emotions and all of these feelings are so, so, so great. Right. Um, just, just understand that it's not your fault for feeling these things. Yep. Um, um. And so my job became to be like, came to be like every male's virginity keeper, right? Mm. Like, Yep. That's my job. You're you're a male, and you might find me attractive, and I need to make myself less so that you can save yourself. It sounds like for... a shitty
0: job, bro. Yeah, what the it's fuck? Awful.
2: do not it's want. awful. Ugh. Yeah. So, uh... um, so then I end up I graduate high school, mm-hmm. um, and it, it, what's interesting is I I didn't want to get married I wasn't interested in getting married until my late 20s I actually just wanted to have um a bunch of different boyfriends and um I thought that sounded like fun and my friends and I would go out to like underage clubs and we would go have fun (laughs) and um kind of that so the the joke is is that I one of one of my good friends at the time um uh, her name is uh her name is Whitney my friend's my friend's name is Whitney and her mom is um her name is Frankie and um Whitney and I went to youth group together but Frankie was kind of like Frankie's kind of like all of us right like mm. she had a belief system but Frankie was like a Frankie she still is she was just like my second mom and mm. my mom hated that because <laughs> Frankie yep. was open-minded. Frankie was the one you'd come to for like any type of problem. And she would have the utmost of like grace and mm. compassion. And nice. she just loved, like, I, to this day, I just fucking love that. Woman. Shout out and to Frankie. She's so Best, yeah, Frankie. She's so, great. Um, so she's been my, one of my biggest supporters too. Um, she's just so great. So anywho um, Whitney and I, we would, we would go out and Frankie was like, okay, So you've got a date on this night, this night, this night. You should get it up to seven because if you can get seven, then you have dinner free for seven straight (laughs) nights. Like you have (laughs) a week. What a badass. I I mean, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And um, (laughs) what's funny is my husband (laughs) is number seven. (laughs) yes so we so we met and that's awesome he was not born and raised in the evangelical movement he was born and raised with the 10 commandments on the wall but his parents specifically did not want to raise them religious um and um of course at the time I saw this as like oh so your parents wanted you to go to hell isn't that really great you know (laughs) um whereas now I'm like um, high-fiving, handshake, like all that, you know, I'm like, <laughs> right. thank you so much for not raising your son in a cult. Yeah. Um, so I, I met him line dancing. Oh, um, because nice. apparently that's what that's what we do in the Pacific Northwest. Like so. white people do. <laughs> white people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, no,
1: pretty accurate. Colonize um, and line dance, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Or do it at the same time, you know?
2: Let's, let's all do everything at the same time and look the same way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> while,
2: while wearing our redneck clothes. Let's yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Shout, shout out to Yee-haw. line dancers. There is nothing wrong with line There's dancing. So-
1: We love it. Easy to
2: watch. I love it. It's it's funny because it usually comes primarily from the people that call us sheep, but yet they're doing everything (laughs) the same, right? So I don't know. I I find it really fascinating. Um, (laughs) So anywho, I that's yeah. So we met and um, we went on we went on one date and I. I went home and my dad talked to me the next day and he was like, "Hey, what do you think of that guy?" and I was like, "I don't know. He's not that funny. He thinks he's funny. He's not that funny." Um, that's and he was nervous and yeah, um, yeah. he just that's uh, my I guess my dad just kind of knew that that mm. was going to be it, the the one that I was going to get married to and my husband had just become uh, he actually became a Christian like 2 months prior to that. So, um, we, yeah, he was missionary dating, not sexual, but actual two people (laughs) dating, not missionary style. Right. Right. Um, (laughs) so he, he met this girl, she dragged him to some sort of youth event and then they became, uh, he became a Christian and then I met him and then I dragged him to church And, um, I just knew, you know, you know, and I guess like with some people, you know, and you know, and, um, I, yeah, so we got married when we were 20 and I think that we were just sort of anticipating that we would, I don't know, get into ministry, serve the Lord, do something. Um, and we started off our life and I never felt so unprepared for something. Mm. And I, I look back on that person. I have journal after journal after journal where I'm just saying, God, I'm so inadequate. I'm so nothing, (sighs) please help. You know, I I was, I was so depressed because no one taught me that when you get married, when you're an evangelical female and you get married, the shit storm that you're in for Mm. and how I was told to suppress this sexual desire oh, my no. whole life and then now i get married right and my husband is he's not expecting like my husband is i i married a feminist before i knew he was a feminist you know what i mean so yeah. like he's, yeah. he's all into like body autonomy he's right. he's never he he's just but she, he's he's incredible um
1: and That's i still see awesome. his
2: praises because he is just um you're not gonna say you're not gonna hear me talk crap about him like he's just he's all around a really really fantastic human but That's we were guess. both awesome. so immature when we got married and we had no idea what we were doing and right. we were playing house we were children we were children yeah. Yeah. when we got married and in in many ways even though it wasn't an arranged marriage it felt like it was yeah because mm-hmm because of the church it was like well you you either break up or you get married and that's how this mm-hmm. goes mm-hmm. um so you know we get married and i can't figure out you know why i have like no desire and so then i feel guilty and um come to find out it's a phenomenon that happens with all girls that come out of purity culture Shit. and right um it's that's it's sad psychologically it psychologically breaks you. Um, and not to mention, you know, what, what else am I good for having kids? So we have kids when I'm 23 and, um, I remember I did a TikTok about this. So it's, I mean, it's public knowledge, but, Mm -hmm. um, I, I remember we were in church and on the way home, my husband said, I think that God is telling us it's time to have kids. And I remember being so angry about that, mm-hmm. but I kept it to myself right. because I felt like, well, he's speaking to the authority that's over me so. and that's what I have to do. And it wasn't, I read that journal entry, I would say like six weeks ago. And I, I told my husband about it and he was like, wow, how do you feel about that? Like, that's, a lot. Right. And I don't regret having you know our first or our second or our third, but it just it we weren't ready to mm. be parents because right. we were still trying to figure out how to exist in a world where our parents weren't yeah. the authority over us. Like I went from my 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 dad's home to my husband's home. Um
1: oh, yeah. And yep.
2: It, it just was a lot. So backpedaling a little bit when I graduated high school, um, my uncle had that my mom. So my mom's sister's um, husband had passed away and they lived in the Sierra Nevada foothills, uh, mm-hmm. Hill, shout out to Forest Hill. Um, <laughs> they lived in Forest Hill, California. And um, my, so he passed away and my my parents, out of nowhere, I wake up one day and they're like, "God is calling us to move to California to build homes where missionaries can stay."
0: Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Oh. Repeat that. Who said to that? Who said that to who?
2: My parents. My Your parents. parents. Like, yeah. God. Oh God is calling us to oh. sell our family home that you grew up in, oh. and it's like. I had just graduated high school. Hmm. This and 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 mind you, I was told I was not smart enough to go to college and it wouldn't matter anyway because
1: because you're going to stay and make babies. A woman. Oh. So
2: I God. have absolutely nothing. I had just met my husband, right? right. Like the but I was dating him. Mm-hmm. And my parents saw that as confirmation that oh, well, Now we can transfer her to his care because we want to move. And they just kept saying, it's God's will. You can, you can move with us or you can stay here. So within a couple months of graduating, my parents sold my, my, my family home and I had to move out on my own. I had no family. I had nothing like I went from high school to boom you are now on your own you now have to get a job you now have to figure out life you now have to do all of these things and they just gone with it. i mean wow i it was so devastating and i didn't even unpack that right until my late 20s because i just kept telling myself well they're just doing god's will like this is normal right that's what people do but it was in my late 20s that i was like they abandoned me. They abandoned me, and they called. They said it was God. Yep. They said that God the scapegoat. Yeah, and yep. they, I couldn't.
0: Damn.
2: So, so then, so I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm packing all of that in, and I've got at this point three kids under. I, I had three kids by the time I was 29, mm-hmm. and, okay. um, we've got there. The last one is spread out. Um, I, I personally did not want to continue having kids in my thirties. That wasn't something I wanted. Yeah. Um, so we've got, you know, we've got all these kids, uh, all these kids, we've got three, um, and (laughs) I'm trying to figure out like, they, they have life-threatening food two, two out of three have life-threatening food allergies. And, um, one is very neurodivergent. So there's a lot of therapy, um, Mm -hmm. uh, that we have to go to and, um, so I couldn't work even if I wanted to so I was isolated we were a part of a church community but church communities do not tolerate neurodivergence at Mm. all like I had no friends because who wants to be friends with the kid with the mom whose kid screams all the time or Mm. you know unplugs the TV when the Super Bowl's on (laughs) Um, (laughs) did happen that was fun Um, so you know who who wants to be friends? No one does. So we were utterly isolated. And I, I say that I don't cry anymore because I cried. I cried all my tears in my twenties. Like I would be mm-hmm. face down, sobbing in the carpet, so depressed, and I didn't even know it because I was told that that's what happens when you're a Christian. That you're supposed to suffer for Jesus. Like you're supposed oh, to feel no. this because of E, right? Like right, like fuck, you're supposed man. to feel this rotten. <sighs> I was one hundred percent depressed lonely isolated and I just I couldn't I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me was I not giving enough was I not um was I not serving enough was I not it's all your fault was I not this and gaslight you yeah and I just I remember we were part of a community group and the and he the person that was a leader of it came to our house we lived like next door to the church um the church that we were attending at the time and he came to our house and he was like hey since you guys can't really commit to coming all the time um we're gonna go ahead and not have you in our community group anymore oh i was like we can't commit all the time because we have an infant whose special needs like right what is your (sighs) um and so we left we left that church and then um we kind of were just sort of nomads for a while like we we just didn't really go but we still mm-hmm. considered ourselves like oh yeah we still kind of go to this church but but we don't attend um and then it came time for my son to go to preschool and there was a church uh near us that had a preschool that was pretty good that we've had a lot of good um it, we've heard good things about it mm-hmm. and i thought well why don't we just start going to this church um and that way my kid can get used to, um, he didn't do transitions well, so he could get used to the surroundings of this place and it would be easier for him. And um, we actually started attending that church for a while and that was an open Bible church. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what does that it,
2: mean? Uh, open Bible is just a denomination that's really prevalent in the Midwest. Um, mm-hmm. It's It has pretty intense, like, um, Alexa Ah. Apparently
1: it Alex is such a bitch. That's what I'm saying, rude bitch. God,
2: <laughs> Seriously, look at this. Doesn't stop. Oh, it's getting unplugged.
1: You're done. Oh, um, snap.
2: So, <laughs> um, taking away your power. Your power is made perfect in my weakness.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my power is made perfect in
2: your weakness. Oh god. Um, so, um, anyway I um yeah so we started going to this open bible church and um their bylaws are pretty intense like you know they're just they're they're conservative um and you know we thought we liked it and um then I started I I am that person that if I see something I say something um I am not the can I speak to your manager person I'm the stop making fun of children person or um hey by the way did you realize that you used the only person of color to do this specific thing like Mm. did you see that did you see you know so I don't make friends um I might make friends and then I don't have them anymore in church Mm -hmm. um And that's what I did. Is I I, um, heard somebody talking negatively about my kid, and I and it was one of the pastors' wives. And I approached the the children's pastor, and I just said, "Hey, um, if this is what your staff is going to be doing, these volunteers, um, you need to clean up shop because um, my kids should feel safe, and I should feel safe dropping my kid off, knowing that I'm not going to be scrutinized and my kid's not going to be scrutinized." So. Um, From that point on, this was, this was two weeks into us going to this church. And because my kids were attending this preschool, we still, we still went. And Mm -hmm. I, again, had this ideology that I needed to suffer that, Mm -hmm. that like I needed to stay in a place, even though I know that I was not liked and my Mm -hmm. family wasn't embraced, it didn't matter. I had to stay there because God never called me away from it. He called mm. me to it, but he, mm. he has me on assignment. And if I'm on this assignment then I have to stay there until he calls me away. Um, <sighs> and it was now, now I kind of have this philosophy that if you're questioning, if you should still be doing something, there's your answer to leave it. Right. Yep. It's just a no, period. Like if, period you know um, unless it's like uh, there, there obviously are a little bit of caveats to that but mm-hmm. if you're saying is this relationship so good for me it's probably not good for you yeah 100 is this church is this church right. really good for you? no it's not it's is this not. mom really I mean,
1: good for me no yeah. no it's not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: if, if, if this is causing you more anxiety and stress in your life there you, you go walk away. yes um yes it, obviously like again there's so many caveats right like you should probably also have a therapist to help you work through some things because you might actually have issues where you just leave people um because you've got issues you know but yeah right, right, right for somebody for somebody that is adjusted and you know yeah um so anyway we're at this church and that was that was like the first incident and then about a year and a half to two years later i had a friend a friend take me out to coffee you know how that goes they take you out to coffee, and then all of a sudden you're a bad person um but she she told me she was like i need to tell you something um the the women in the church we have we have a small group and i said oh okay and i'm thinking she's gonna invite me to it right and she's like i and she's like yeah um you're the you're the topic of it every week, and I was like, "Excuse me." What? She goes, "Every week we get together, and for an hour we talk about how much we don't like you." And I was like, "Excuse." That's like a thing.
1: I- That's a thing.
2: And I asked, I asked my best friend at the time, I was like, "Why don't people like me?" She goes, "Well, I mean, it's because we feel like you, um, put makeup on and." you you put effort into like how you look. That's why I don't and, like that. And people don't like that. Like you <laughs> you make the other women um, you don't they don't like you because um, and I was like are you saying you don't like me because they think I'm pretty or they don't like me because they think I'm pretty <laughs> right and, right well ah. I mean yeah and I was like wow, that is so, wow. <laughs> so there's no way have- you're mm-hmm. gonna have a small group where you talk about <laughs> the. What happened have so to that?
0: You shouldn't hard. judge people. Right. Bullshit. Love
2: you my know? neighbors. I couldn't you know? believe I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And did did we leave, my friends? We did not leave. We did not leave. Why? Uh, I don't
1: know. I would have shown up we the next waiting, week, like, God. "What's up, bitches? Heard you're talking right? shit." Show, All show like dolled, where dolled where up and is. shit. Hell yeah! All so dolled up. Enough- <laughs> yeah. So then, hell then we'll
2: then I start, I'm, I'm on worship team and, um, the pastor, the worship director's wife out of nowhere, just like starts hating me and I don't know what's going on. And then my friend, my best friend at the church is like, well, yeah. Cause she's an elder's wife. Um, it's like, well, yeah. I mean, her husband's kind of like got some side pieces. Um, and so he's cheating on her. Jesus. I'm not supposed to know this. And all of a sudden this this lady hates me and all I know is this man doesn't want to be like when I'm walking down a hallway I'm jumping around so much so I hope like no, you're, y'all you're, you're fine buckle up yeah um <laughs> so like if we're walking <laughs> if we're walking down a hallway and there's nobody else in the hallway and he's walking this way and I'm walking this way he will turn around and walk around the entire church so he's not seen by himself with me in a hallway is it my and, right
1: um, like, I'm not mother. I was gonna say
0: um, <laughs> This <laughs> sounds like a fucking drama, like a
1: like a fucking it's soap so messed opera. Up. It's like so a show, up.
0: reality show. There we go. Yeah.
2: yeah. So then then she messages me and she's like, Hey, um, I wanna take it like I I need to meet up with you. And I was like, hmm, context, please. That's how yes. this goes. And she's like no, I don't have to tell you. And I was like, actually you do. Cause we haven't, you've been awful to me and I need to know what's up. And she's like, you've committed the most egregious offense against my family. You know exactly what you did. And I was like, I'm going to just go ahead and put these dots together. And so we met with our pastor. Cause I was like, I'm not meeting with you. Hmm. So we met with our pastor and I was like, Hey, I think this is happening. And he was like, well, here's the thing. I could ask them to go, but if I ask them to go, they're going to take a bunch of people with them. If I, if I bless you too, as you leave our church, everything will be fine. And I was like, awesome. And so we had been there for like six or seven years. And, um, so we, so we left and two weeks later we go to the mega church. And that is, I, and that's the last church that we went to. Mm. And mega churches will give you content for days.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, because the mega church culture is like a city inside of a city. It's got its yeah. governing system. Yep. It's got its police officers. It's got like what? It's it is wild. And so, do I keep my mouth shut? Do I do I sit pretty and not talk? Oh, of no. course I don't. No. <laughs> i I start to make friends Mm -hmm. um i start to have a small group thing things seem to be going well um my first infraction was when i went to the so the mega church's pastor the wife um invites me to her small group now when she turns around and she pays me special attention like she targeted me she wanted me in her small group Mm. big deal right like you're talking mega church this is a big deal um so I went, and she was like, I'd like everybody just to go around and describe who you are. Can you guys just, like, maybe just give a description? Everybody goes around. They're like, oh, I just, like, I give too much of myself. Like, Ugh. I love Jesus so much. Ugh. I just want to see his kingdom. They come to me, right? I'm the, la- I'm the last person. And I'm the like,
0: kingdom come.
2: I'm like, I'm kind of like the honey badger. <laughs> I don't get a fuck yeah exactly yeah and, yeah and this was when the honey badger thing was like going around on youtube right yeah, this is yeah. before tiktok we're talking like circa 2015 2016 and mm-hmm. i'm like i'm like the honey badger and she just looks at me she's like i don't understand what that means <laughs> <laughs> and there was only one other person in the room that kind of snickered and i looked at her and then she was like
1: you know, like, yeah, like right.
2: I, I didn't, I didn't hear anything. What, what? what? And I was like, I, I, go, I don't oh, laugh. Um, what are you talking about? <laughs> I go, well, okay. Uh, hmm. So the honey, ba- the honey badger, um, doesn't care about things. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> How do you describe? I that? thought like, everybody <laughs> knew about the honey right, badger. Right. Like, so that was kind of my first thing, and then mm-hmm. I started having. um, like I I started going to things and they had their big ladies night and mm. one of the pastors. So the worship pastor at the time, the worship. Yeah. Um, she was leading worship for ladies night and our ladies weekend. And I noticed how everybody was so self-absorbed and looking <sighs> at each other instead mm. of looking and seeing like, Oh, who do we not know? And we're talking a church of 8,000. Right. What? So yeah. Fuck it's it's a large it's a large thing. We've got Lisa Bevere at this conference. If you know who Lisa Bevere is, like it's a it's a big deal. She's a she's she's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Um and she's she's like a she's like a Beth Moore. Like they had Beth Moore um the year prior to me. I don't know what there. that is either. <laughs> um, they're just big. They're big, big in the yeah. evangelical yeah. world. Um so we so I'm there and I it's we're supposed to all go out to lunch and there's lunch groups and you're supposed to find people to go out to lunch with but you're not assigned you're just supposed to do this and I look at the so everything is closed down and I'm still there and there's nobody else around the music is blaring though the song like why don't you just meet me in the middle that one yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm a worship leader, and I just came out of COVID, so we're gonna try that again. Just why don't you just meet me in the middle? Okay, I feel it. There you go.
1: Not
2: uh- a <laughs> 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 um, moment we're like that's not what I want to put out there. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I, uh, so I, so I look at this woman, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, are you having so much fun?" I'm sitting three rows back literally crossing my arms. And I was like, no, <laughs> oh, she was sure. like, well, why? And I said, well, because you guys are so focused and self-absorbed on your, like on yourself and your own little micro communities that you're not willing to look outside and recognize that there are a lot of people not enjoying themselves like myself. And I said, and I'm involved. I, ho- I host a small group. Like I, I host, uh, I host a young marriage group and I host a small, like, we're, we are technically what you would call involved in your leaders. And I could not feel more ostracized right. and not feel more disconnected than I do right now. I literally feel like I am in high school.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: although I had more friends in high school,
1: right. um,
2: but you know, and she was just like, have you tried a lunch group? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, oh, that's not God. a remedy to this situation. And so then what happened is she went backstage and she cried And she told everybody that I was threatening her and I was harassing her never happened. And that, that like root, I mean, from that point on the exec leader, like all the female exec leadership, like it started a whole thing. And then when I wanted to be a worship leader, um, I got the third degree and I was grilled and I was told that I was being watched in the community so that I would make sure that I behaved all the time and upheld, oh, I needed to uphill, uphold the culture. This is creepy
0: as fuck, yo. It's so
1: creepy.
2: So
0: now, yeah, so, how long were you in that church for?
2: Um, our last, the last time that I've been in that church is February of 2020. And then- oh, okay. We, so,
1: yeah, so yeah, we- recent, yeah.
2: Yeah, we left. Um, we were starting to be like groomed by the pastor, they were mm. taking us out the scene, the, like the head pastor was taking us out to dinner all the time. And he, I came to find out yeah. later, he thought my husband and I had money, um, which was laughable, because we were barely paycheck to paycheck, like mm. we had no money, but he, yeah. I was, I was raised in a family where i was taught to present myself really really well right and so no matter what i was all i was always told you never have a second chance to give a first impression so Mm -hmm. i just always presented myself well that's totally a trauma response now that you know like later on as i'm unpacking that i'm like oh okay well you know but yeah um it's just this anyway so um Yeah, it was, it was a terrible experience. We had, we had no friends um, and we felt like we could never, ever let our guard down because if we did, then they would discover, you know, who we really are and we would be ostracized again from community. And really what it comes down to is you've got people that are so desperate for friends because we have been alone for so many years right, that we were willing to do anything for community. And then COVID hits and months into it, we're talking about returning to church and I'm recognizing every time I start talking about it, I'm like,
1: like I noticed, yeah.
2: I noticed my heart palpita- palpitate. Like yep. And then it hits me. I don't ever want to go back because I actually like myself now. There you, there go. you go. Boom. And yes. Then, of course, you start to really dissect things, and you're like, I don't want to be part of an elitist religion. I don't want to be part of a system that consistently oppresses people Mm -hmm. just so they can look like they're the majority. A, a, A group of people that consistently say they're being attacked when they are literally holding down the marginalized. Yep. And they are the ones that are doing the marginalization. Right. Um and I recognize these things when I was in it. I mean, mm-hmm. I was I I was, you know, unapologetically pro-choice. I was the one that was telling our babysitters like, "Hey, if you have sex and get pregnant, I'll take you to get an abortion." Um
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
2: I tell our homeschool babysitters that because homeschoolers make the best babysitters, um, <laughs> and also I would tell them I'm your advocate. Like nice. I'm here for you. Um, but cool, it was just I know that that's like long winded, but that's no,
1: it's it's I, a I, journey, I'm, you know. So yeah, well, so here we are. Do you believe
0: in God right now?
2: I believe. Good question. I believe that there is something bigger out there um do you have a gun to my head is this a situation that i have been tra- like I, that i have been training for my whole life i have been training to be a martyr my whole mm. life mm. so what is my answer to, to that question right um <laughs> um <laughs> yeah but i mean it's either it you're convinced or you're not it. convinced yeah um at this point yeah i i still i still believe that there's something there's something bigger um that has created and i uh has created this but it was actually put really well by one of my friends i don't know if you know uh this creator um the original influencer. they do like the faux worship they take like the really really oh funny... yeah it's oh. A, a, a sage and yeah yeah oh, yeah
1: right. so they're so josh they're and... good yeah, Fuck so they're... yeah. josh yeah they're, yeah, Sorry.
2: yeah, they're good. They're good friends of mine. And he put it really well. And he was like, I think it's something where we're created. But it's more like I created you now go live. I'm gonna leave you alone type of thing. Not like I'm gonna leave you alone. Like I hate this, but like, just, I created this. And now you go live your life. But what do I think happens afterwards? I don't, mm. I don't know. I like to entertain the idea of reincarnation. Me too. I fucking like it. I that. really, really, really like that. I, I do. I think there's past lives. Sometimes I do. Sometimes yes. I, sometimes I feel like I know a lot about certain time periods that I've never actually studied. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I, I, um, I hope that answers that question.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What, what was the, the hardest part for you deconstructing from all that? If yeah, uh, like in the journey, was it hell? Yeah. Was it like
0: the um, breaking of
1: <laughs> of everything? Do you
0: believe in hell still? Oh yeah. Do you- okay.
1: No, no,
2: I can't s I've seen enough um, historical mm. evidence, historical documentation to recognize that it really was something brought onto control. Mm -hmm. people okay um and uh, so i i don't think that there are still spaces because it's so indoctrinated into the fabric of my existence um there are still spaces that i definitely think like oh my gosh but like what if i'm wrong um Mm -hmm. but what what is the hardest thing to deconstruct um how how to put my life back together Mm -hmm. when all I have ever known is this foundation. Right. Okay. And you can't, I can't, I can't say there's one thing that's difficult to deconstruct because it is absolutely a sweater. You know, it's like you you take this, the patriarchy, the patriarchy Mm. is without a doubt the Mm -hmm. hardest thing because it is in everything. Like it's, its very existence is in systemic racism, is in misogyny, is yes. in like this, 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 and um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So the patriarchy, okay. which leads back to Christianity. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I do. I do love being funny, though. Like I love taking my situations and like I so. The satirical stuff that I do on my thing, the Pastor Krista, yes. that is absolutely my former mega church okay. pastor. Right. That's how, like, they she'd always say, "We're suffering for Jesus in Hawaii." I'm like, "Are you? <laughs> Hawaii? <laughs> oh, Hawaii! what? No. Are, you, God, are you? Like uh... we're going to Australia on the church's credit card? So are the you? like credit card? Yep." Yeah, so yep. she, hmm. they would, they would quote, suffer for Jesus. She would also say, you know what I just absolutely love about um, church is I, I like to equate church to Disneyland. Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. And don't you want to donate to the happiest place on earth? <laughs> what? Like, everything oh. was always back to giving either of your time, talent, or your I, treasure. I, like, mm. And so that's why I'm like, we need that love offering because I want I want my Range Rover. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right,
1: it's It's
0: So disgusting.
2: Uh, It really is. How long have you been
1: on TikTok? Sorry,
2: August. Yeah, of this past year. Uh huh. Wow. Wow. Okay. It was one of those things where I I had enough people think like, "Oh, you should start a TikTok," and Mm. um, I. I still feel really sheepish about it because, um, I'm like, I'm on, TikTok, I'm on, right. like, yeah. like my kids aren't even allowed to have TikTok because mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're teenager. Yeah. Well, I, they're two are teenagers, but, um, I just don't, they already have enough yeah. that occupies their brain and I yeah. just don't, I don't want to jump into the social media space because that's, that's brutal. It's, um, <laughs> So, yeah, I started, I started TikTok and, and honestly, I just thought, okay, I, I'm surprised if like a hundred people want to, want to watch this, you know, I, I just, I didn't think I had anything to talk about, honestly. Yeah. Right. Um, that hasn't already been said, right? Like you've, you've got the great like, uh, like Eve was framed. She's phenomenal. Love her. Love her. And, um.
1: Big shout out.
2: Eve was framed. Yeah, there is. she's She's just a yeah she's just a really beautiful person yes um uh that um and then there's rachel i think it's like that one girl rachel rachel kane yeah she's Mm -hmm. she is a in fact it was her podcast that eve was framed was on okay that made me realize that there are other people out there that felt the same way i listened to it during the pandemic i was out on a walk and i was like she was a former worship. They were both former worship leaders. You mean there's a space for somebody like me? Like mm-hmm. i I knew that people weren't going to church, but I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know that evangelical was a term, and so I heard that podcast, and I immediately started following Eva's framed on Instagram, mm-hmm. and um, it just, uh, it it just kind of you know. So I would watch her videos, and yeah. um, and then I joined TikTok. Yep, there's yeah. she, she's she's just like this absolutely beautiful person, and um, I, I love her. I love the work that she
0: it's a good photo doing. <laughs> <It is.
2: laughs> yeah I absolutely love the work that she is doing and she is putting yes. out um for the evangelical community and she she is somebody that uses her platform well she does not yes. waste it on right. on just crap you know what are are you trying to say
1: there listen Um, listen (laughs) i love (laughs) my crap i am beautiful crap damn it (laughs) i think you're phenomenal i think that anybody that has been
2: through like what you what you what the three of us share with being in a high control religion is like no matter what we will always have a bond right yes because like we all went through that manipulation we all went
0: Oh, I didn't that trauma. You didn't? <laughs> no.
2: Why? <Yeah.
1: laughs>
2: He's you a too, loser. you too. All no. the cool
1: people do it. <laughs> we can just you know what? That's we right. can
2: just text him out.
1: All right. So this is the- <laughs> <laughs> I guess.
2: So so yeah, I just yeah. I, I look at her, I look at Rachel. Yes. Um, and I just I'm I'm so immensely grateful that those women have been in a space where they pioneered something and they yes. dared to speak out when yes. nobody else yep. was doing it yep. because we need people like that. And it needs to be, like, I want it to be more women because yes. it's mm-hmm. no disrespect on men. I
1: do value no, that. disrespect men. Fuck Disrespect but, men. <laughs> disrespect them.
2: <laughs> um, <but> I, <laughs> I, want it, I want to hear... We need more women and more, need more women.
1: BIPOC community. I get
2: totally. There's um, there's, yes, a gal, oh, there's, a, there's a guy that I follow, and we are mutuals. I think it's Kyle Speaks or Kyle Talks. Yes, and I we had him on our show. It's we had him. He's phenomenal. I mean, he's fucking fantastic he is a phenomenal human yes. and um also uh shell shell the heretic is another yes. person yes. Yeah, yeah yeah she's yeah, we, just, we have to get her on our show just, yep yeah hi shell a, hi shell yeah. from jamaica <laughs> she's so beautiful yeah yes. I, so every every time i i watch something or somebody does a comment she says this, she says this utter she says utter nonsense a lot. Mm. And so anytime that somebody makes like a BS comment, I always hear her go, it's utter nonsense. And I'm doing I it, it I shouldn't <laughs> yeah. even do that. I shouldn't even do that. But I like I love her so yes. so 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 much. Um she's just yes. she's just awesome. And so having other knowing that there's other women that are out there that are speaking, that have the boldness to speak. Yes. And recognize our collective experience um yes is it's bonding and it it helps me like those are people that I look up to but not in like a weird fandom no way just like wow they they're killing it right now like they're helping they're bringing that awareness because if enough people talk I really truly believe if enough people talk and they're loud Yes. and they deconstruct and they heal loudly, yep. then maybe, just maybe, we can start showing, um, we can start healing this so that my daughter doesn't yes. have to grow up in a world where there's purity culture. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that my daughter doesn't have to be afraid of her reflection mm-hmm. in the mirror and that my daughter will have autonomy over her body. Yes. Um, Fuck yeah. And that's, and that's why I do what I do. That's why I'm yep. on TikTok. That's why Same. I am hated. By yeah. thousands of people. Um and plus it guys, it gave me an opportunity to say um microphallus last week. I mean, I got
1: to insult some microphallus.
2: It was so <laughs> What fun. is the context is- to this?
1: I need it right now.
2: Okay, Please. so somebody last week was just a really interesting no, it wasn't last week, it was a week before. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, it, I yes. told somebody, oh my I God. said that somebody, I was like, you are an impotent, <laughs> microphallus, oh misogynistic my God. Yes. creature who lives in a cesspool with other impotent microphallus creatures. Yes. Like yes, and and the reason why I said that was <laughs> because there were these like for some reason there was a week it wasn't last week it was because last week I had COVID so it was a week before mm-hmm. and there were just these random misogynistic dudes commenting on the dumbest thing like i i did that one where i was wearing just like one dress and i was Mm -hmm. like this is the independent fundamental baptist you know yeah and it's it's supposed to be satirical people like i am not ifb i never was ifb like i just it's a joke this is what to wear to a mega church this is what to wear to this church (laughs) it's funny right right and so and so this guy was like ditch the regs and you have potential and i was like so I started out, I was like, potential, that's something no one ever told you.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, uh,
2: yeah. like, uh, fact- uh, well,
1: no one ever told you you have that. Right. Um,
0: so my I-
1: I- <laughs> My my favorite yeah. one to use against the uh the, the males are I'm gonna go fuck your dad and give him a son that he actually cares for. <laughs> and yep. they usually get really pissed off. So there's my a, job here's there's done. A line,
2: there's a line from a movie that says something along the lines of, like, when, when you were born, your mother probably died of shame.
1: I am here for it.
0: That's fantastic.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. It is just so great. It's, because it's perfect.
2: I, and then there was another situation. I got to use it again because there was another gal that came on my page and said, you would never believe what this dude said. On my page and I was like oh but I would and so I went there and it was like she she was first of all she's deconstructing too she's not in the uh, deconstructing evangelical space but yeah. like she's deconstructing and um this guy like she just shares this lovely story about how she's in the grocery store and she saw a woman struggling and she's like I just went up and I said you're a really good mom and I was like oh that's really heartwarming what does this guy say I'm so distracted because your hair's your hair is so badly treated and you've got split ends and she was like, What the heck? And he was like, Yeah, if you were to Google um, poorly treated blonde hair, you're gonna find your picture. Okay. and she and, no. this has to be a he, child,
0: a fucking child. No, yeah.
2: so he's a legit dude. Uh. And she was like, I let my hair air dry and it's naturally curly. And it just goes to show like I, I, I can I can pick that apart like
1: the picture yeah. like I can right, I can right, sit right. there and
2: dissect it. Sad. That's pathetic. Did I sit there and dissect it? No. Instead, <sighs> I made a video and I just went down. Yes. You know, down the line, I was like, "You are an impotent microphallus," <laughs> and <laughs> I just I feel like that is not said enough. Microphallus.
1: Yes. I always like line. to I always like to gaslight like men and tell them they're so emotional and then they get really angry. <laughs> <It's great. laughs> Oh. oh, are you on your manzies? Are you PMSing? Oh. It's so it's really hard for you. Do you
2: need a bandaid? Here's a Wait, pad. pad. Here you go. Do you, do you know what I did? Do you know what I did? I said it with my glasses on. <laughs>
0: oh my god. So I want to give a shout out to our friends from Recovering From Religion who are an amazing organization. Yes. Uh, They have a hotline, 184-I-Doubt-It. 184-I-Doubt-It. They are an awesome organization that helps those who are deconstructing from their faith or they're doubting their faith, and they just want a community, someone to speak to. Uh, If you call that hotline, they have volunteers 24-7. And they also have the Secular Therapy Project. If you are looking yes. for therapy that is not associated mm. with a religion, Ooh. go check it out. Fantastic organization. Big shout out to Gail Jordan Love and you. Dr. Daryl Ray.
1: Yes. She has to bring the goat to the con or, <laughs> or else.
2: <laughs>
1: so where do so people oh. find
0: you? What's your TikTok
2: the ex zenial Xenial. is a micro-generation, not micro-phallus, <laughs> but a micro-generation. Um, we don't identify as uh, Gen X, and we don't identify as millennial. We're about, like, a four- or five-year generation between 80 and 85. Talk about
0: elitist, huh?
2: <laughs> so, I know, right? But it's <laughs> Whatever. It's like so much better than the rest of us. When you I meet another it. zenial, you get it. Like, you... <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, I grew up playing Oregon Trail and I didn't I love have a buffalo until later. Oh Isn't it the best? Do you know how many buffalo I I just like killed them for sport? I don't know what was wrong with me.
1: <laughs> and like here
2: I am, I'm like, I do not support deblo- I do not do hunting, but like right. you put me on Oregon Trail and I'm and, loading that right. thing up. Like, like it does not the
1: whole bloodline are is gone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just oh my yeah. God.
2: I oh I, and love it. I just I just have to say this. Look, like for somebody who wasn't supposed to go to college and wasn't smart enough to go to college, I I did. I graduated with honors. Fuck yes. Um. And now I'm actually. I know that originally you had a PhD up there, but like I I am going to go and either go for my. I'm taking some time to deconstruct and Fuck yeah, everything. But I will be going for a side um so that I can use nice. the research for um religious trauma syndrome and yes. purity culture yes. and really contribute to um, just the forefront of there's so much, right? Like right. it's in its infancy and we need, we need more research. We need to, we build, need to see build, build, that build. it contributes to CPTSD. But I really do believe that religious trauma is so much bigger than what yeah. we even yes. can see at this point. And I want, I want to be that person yes. that is out there Fuck helping yes. people and discovering stuff and taking the evangelical movement down. Fuck Boom. Yes. yes.
0: I like that. Goals.
1: Fuck yes. Goal. Hashtag goals. Hashtag goals.
0: <laughs> Again, recoveringfromreligion.org. Yes. Fantastic. Thank yes. you for being here with us today. Yes.
1: Thank you, Thank so you for much. telling your story. Thank you. Yeah. you. Yeah. I had a of Housewives of mega churches. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that should be. How a is thing. that not a show yet? That's the thing. Oh, <laughs> God damn it!
2: I'll do something. There you go. There
1: you go.
2: <laughs> you just, just stay tuned.
0: okay. Well, don't go just yet, but we want. <laughs> oh my gosh, re-
2: I'm totally doing that. as a TikTok. Oh. It's happening. <laughs> do oh. it. Do it.
0: <laughs> You're doing what? We'll
2: do like little. We'll do like little videos. Like I don't understand right. what her problem was. <laughs> right. You know what? I prayed. I prayed in the you're right it is not my problem if she takes a little too much of the sacrament okay right. somebody somebody <laughs> needs to control somebody needs to mine their store they need to mind their store
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's a whole series fucking amazing <laughs> all,
0: all right and right. we want to remind out. our listeners yes. and our viewers that we do have a merch store uh if you're interested in buying some merch and supporting us the link is in the description of this video we have some <laughs> Some stuff, um,
1: you know. Um Please don't forget to subscribe to our channel, smash the like button, and hit the notifications bell so you don't know. <laughs> <Ba-ba-ba! laughs> so, so you don't miss any of our new episodes.
0: The episodes come out on Mondays, and they are still available as audio only if you prefer that format. But why you could be here on YouTube?
1: Like, that's why we're see-through shit, man. Just saying. Just saying.
0: Same. Just, uh, no, just <laughs> same. kidding. <laughs> Or am I? You're going to have to come to YouTube to find out. That's right. (laughs) Is Baph wearing clothes or is he not?
1: No. Hmm. He's not. He's not. It's all green screen. They
0: all all have to come here and find out. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Aha. See? Does he
2: really read the books that are behind him?
1: Oh, (laughs) does he know how to read? Mm. (laughs) Got to start there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't forget to give us a rating no less than five stars if you know what happens if you give us less than five stars just so you lightning strikes you dead that's right That's right. or I'll you stay. hate
0: or you hate babies
1: I mean that's possible too <laughs> I Both. got my uterus heated because anyway uh, follow <laughs> us on twitter <laughs> at baffinmel666 mine is at maltreefitty and his is at baffinmel666 and,
0: and we always want to give a big shout out to our Patrons on Patreon!
1: Patreon! Thank
0: you, Ron
1: H, <laughs>
0: Savvy A, Evelyn B, and our friend Chico.
1: Chico, who harasses and, me constantly. It's fine.
0: And also, um, wait, one second, here we go. Uh, If you like what we do, we have a yes. Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash burning 666 And as you can see here on the screen, we have different tiers.
1: <laughs> Hell we have yeah.
0: dinner yeah. for three months. We got Heathen, where things start to get heated uh six dollars and 66 a month <laughs> but if you want the swag the
1: swag i
0: recommend this one right here blasphemer look at that you get a shirt or sticker and a poster and a hoodie and mel's uterus mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. yeah a, a little keychain piece of it yep i'm really <laughs> excited about that yeah i'm telling you that'll Fuck be Fuck yeah
2: <laughs> it's gonna be fun to see what my germ I, we have a german shepherd so it'll be fun to see how that works out
1: mm, yes, carry, yes.
2: carrying around a piece of flesh that'll be fun yeah
1: it'll, it'll be it'll be interesting you know mm-hmm. that's god's not, plan
2: though?
1: yeah um it is yeah. totally it's god's plan
2: what i'm saying <laughs>
1: um yeah so if i feel you become... the spirit of
2: jesus all over that one
1: <laughs> 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 also Ew, we would love to thank raw. the og rock stars robin m and william n
0: what's up but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes and yes, yes. last but not least we're gonna continue to say this
1: until like the day
0: until the day
1: even after but yes well <laughs> yeah, you know april 6th through the 9th 6 9 <laughs> um, <laughs> phoenix, <laughs> phoenix arizona uh the american atheist convention um yeah in Woo! phoenix and we will be there if you would like to help us get a table you know mm-hmm. to promote this shit show. Uh, consider becoming a patron, or you know, give me your tip. I mean, the whole thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you want to help us get to the convention and you know help us out, or buy some
0: merch, or yeah, buy some merch, yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah.
1: Support us. We're going to have a
0: table to promote the podcast as a booth, like a vendor at a convention. So it's going to be fucking awesome. Holy
1: lube! We already got our
0: tickets. I'm sorry, our flights and our hotels. hotels. So we're getting there.
1: I highly recommend. I highly recommend you book your hotel now because it's a special price and it will go up.
0: After Mm -hmm. it's obviously
1: sold out. So I highly recommend it.
0: was like $123, I think.
1: Something like that. Something like that. For a
0: nice hotel.
1: With a rotating restaurant, which I can't fucking wait to eat at. So Uh, (laughs) it's going like one mile per hour. You'll be fine.
0: Okay, fine. Anyway, (laughs) we're going to wrap it up. Yes. Thank you uh, so fucking much for being here, Stephanie. Uh, We appreciate you. You're awesome. Welcome. Yes. Continue to question everything.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Continue to deconstruct, deconstruct. and fuck mm-hmm. the patriarchy.
1: Yes, fuck the patriarchy.
2: I, would be, I'd be swearing that like my walls are thin and my kids are like, it, I've got, I've got whisper, a time. Ton- I whisper, still have a time. Ton- yeah, yeah. You can it. whisper it. Fuck, fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> there
1: you go. There you go. ASMR. <laughs> when
2: when they're not around, it's a mm. whole other. It's a whole other Ooh.
1: situation here yes. so. I like it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. All right, my friend. Thank right. you so much for being here. And that is what the Lord wants. Amen.
1: <laughs> Amen. <laughs>